0: Come on. Hey, if you want to support this podcast, go over to anchor.fm slash drive safe text when home. But what you could do, totally free, go over to Apple Podcast and give give me a rating. Like, you know, like maybe like a simple five star and say this is the greatest podcast on the planet. You know, just something like along those lines. That'd be sick. But yeah, it it definitely helps go up in the charts and all that fun stuff. So please, if you could do that, that would be sick. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Hey, everyone, this is a podcast and I'm here with...
1: Jonathan Severson
0: dude uh what was it gonna okay dude so like I, dude I'm 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 super stoked like that you're on like because like I've, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while and I finally just built up the courage to be like hey I'm gonna message him finally and like it was actually I was just talking to uh uh Scott from Def Club and he and he, he we talked about you for a while just because like Daughters has been like a an influence on both uh he and i so i was like oh that's sick and he and so and then he just said he just saw you play with Unsane the other day
1: yeah i saw scott the other night Heck last yeah. thursday i think yeah
0: dude that's sick dude oh so okay well you playing with Unsane, like how did that even
1: come to be that's crazy dude um let me try uh so chris spencer he's mm-hmm. you know the founding member of Unsane. yeah Um, He inherited land in Texas, uh, I guess, in the last year or so. Oh, wow. And I've been playing off and on with this guy. He's a New York transplant. Um, So he lived in New York City, played many bands in New York City. I guess the last most notable band this guy was in, his name's Cooper, uh, was a band called Made Out of Babies. And um, (laughs) I've known him for a while. He moved down here. I've done various projects with him down here. So he just hit me up because he's been friends with Chris for decades. And he was like, hey, uh, you want to jam? Because COVID's got everyone kind of stopped. And um, why don't we just jam? So we started jamming and, you know, Chris uh, liked the jams. And he, uh, I guess Unsane is repressing their first record. Oh, sick. So, um, yeah, it was just like, let's learn the new stuff and maybe I'll do the, uh, you know, the lineup, uh, this will be the lineup that plays the early stuff. So it's, it's not technically unsane the way everybody knows it, but it's a new lineup because I guess the people from that first lineup are no longer in the band. Oh. The lineup that you got now are from like the, um, record starting maybe like 93 ish. Oh, okay. So we're playing the record that came out like 91, so none of the guys that were in the band that everyone seems to know Unsane for, those guys weren't part of this lineup anyway. So I guess maybe it doesn't feel as dirty for Chris. But as it stands, uh, the guys from Unsane, one of them's in Mexico and the other one's in Italy. And, uh, wow. you know, for, yeah, for them to kind of get it together right now would take a lot. So we're just, I guess, playing the early stuff and uh, under the moniker Unsane ATX for Austin, Texas. So oh, sick. <laughs> yeah, we're going to see where this goes, but it's not really, you know, it's not, not to say that his uh, involvement with those other chaps is over. This is just like maybe an extension of more of like what happens when COVID hits and <laughs> we're trying to figure out what to do. So oh, dear. we got about 48 minutes of uh, blistering noise that we know how to do <laughs> together. So Sick. I think we'll, we'll attempt that a few times before we're over it. potentially i
0: don't know no that's awesome and i like how you said like it's an extension of it like that that's to me that's like you could see like this version and then you could literally see the same band with the other people and it's like it's just a totally different version that's that's super cool dude
1: yeah i suppose if he wanted to get thrifty and double duty he (laughs) could have like an (laughs) evening whiz
0: that would be amazing (laughs)
1: I feel like I'm just keeping this guy warm until the other guys get back into the country or whatever <laughs> happens. But I'll I'll take it. It's it's been fun because I really really didn't have uh, many people to play with, right? Because yeah. COVID, you yeah. know, it's tough to do. So it, it's been fun, man. It's gotten me through the tail end, and this is that weird limbo where, I mean, I'm in Texas. Where where are you located? I'm in California. Right. So things are probably a little different from how they're, uh, my, the society out here and, yeah. and people out there are handling this thing. But yeah, <laughs> it just feels like, I I it feels like I've been in a tailspin for a while now, you know? And, oh, yeah. um, so, you know, music, unsane, uh, sure, let's jam. And that's, <laughs> that's about all I can, I think we're able to commit to at this time anyway. So, Dude, that, yeah,
0: no, and that makes sense, dude. And it's, it's, and also it's, so, okay, with that, that, that show on Thursday, has that been your first show back ever since, like, COVID hit?
1: Yeah, yeah, the last show I played, the last show I played before that would be Daughters in 2019, December 2019 was, like, the end of, uh, you know, about a year and a half's worth of touring with Daughters, so, yeah, we, twenty twenty uh we only had a few shows with daughters but yep. we were supposed to uh be in the studio and record you know a new record right record it and we had a fest in fucking tasmania booked so I'm wow kinda, yeah i'm kind of bummed that we didn't get out there for that because who the fuck goes to tasmania so
0: <laughs>
1: but uh i mean we only had two shows for 2020 on the map oh wow and uh now those are kind of wiped out you know we don't don't know what's gonna gonna happen. We're supposed to have some shows coming up in January, and oh, um, but they should they should all be announced shortly. But then again, it's like this is all I've been seeing. It's like we're about to announce shows. Wait, we got to hold on. We're gonna reschedule them a month later. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna reschedule them two months later. Now, you know. Then it's like, oh, we don't know what we're gonna do, and you're gonna run out of money. So go get a job. Great. Great. So I'll be pumping gas shortly here. <laughs>
0: Dude, that I, I mean that that sounds like a great job.
1: Uh who doesn't want to <laughs> do that, dude? Yeah, I mean I've got a I've got a good grip being a drummer for so many years. So yeah.
0: Dude, you can do Dude, you're you're very good. So like you'll be able to use two at the same time. Dude, you're going to be like the 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 manager soon, dude. that, that you Yeah, gotta, I'll be the go-to. I'll be the go-to <laughs> gas pumper. Dude, I dude, I get my gas at that station and John works there. That <laughs> that's so sick. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll be the only vaccinated guy in a Texas gas station. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers out here and fuck, dude, dude. Okay, so like with that,
0: like that, it's so because I live in a uh, like a desert like city town or I don't know what it's just dist- like, but it's very, it's a very unvaccinated nanobot ridden area, and uh, like, pe- yeah. like people like literally, le- legitimately think that like you're getting. Shot nanobots in your arms, or it is population control. And it's just like, okay, cool. Like, I'm, I'm, th- okay. So I, I can't wait till they flip that switch and we all die, apparently, because we got this <laughs> shot that's going to kill us. But like, yeah, dude, like hearing, like, I, I <laughs> being the only vaccine, like, you're probably one of the f- three
1: people vaccinated in that state, right? Yeah, yeah. could be. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm in Austin. So like, I, the only people that I really socialize with in town, it, it's a, you know, it's a pretty decent liberal pocket. Yeah. Yeah. But if I decide to go five minutes up the street, um, <laughs> that's a different story. Yeah. And, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, whatever, man, you know, everyone, everyone in a city like this kind of just wants to let you live the way you want to live. No, one, no one cares about your business, you know, unless yeah. you're doing something crazy and violent out in public, um, you know, you're not going to see a bunch of pesky stuff like that, but, you know, playing a show, And there aren't, there isn't really many ways you can uh, try to uh, restrict people coming in. Like you can't do a mask thing because somebody's going to sue your ass for trying to protect you and your employees. Exactly. And uh, you can't enforce like vaccination anything because we're in Texas; they don't do that. So. You know, as soon as the show gets done, all these drunk, sweaty dudes want to come and talk to me and the band guys, and we're just, like, <laughs> cowering behind our gear. We're like, you can stay there. Stay there. Yep. Hi. Hi. Thank you. You know, that was scary, and I had I took a test on Sunday. I waited a couple days, and I'm also in Texas, man, so allergies here are fucking gnarly for yeah. me. So every sneeze and every little, like, tickle, I'm like, I'm fucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> So yes, total hypochondriac, just just overreacting to every little sensation my body has. But I mean, I also know that like Texas is a fucking hotspot for this shit. No, the people who put on the show are responsible cats, and I trust them. Yeah, but it's just like there's a lot of people out there just lying, yeah, just to you know get where they want to go. And it's like I just don't trust any fucking human right now. So
0: dude exactly you know i dude and that's that's how i feel is like because if i go out i'm just like okay like when when i heard people are like spending like hundreds of dollars on fake vaccination cards where they could just get a free shot like it's just like wow yeah like that's
1: not as cool as like a fake id (laughs) when you're in high school It's, it's, it's not did you see there was this one um I think it was that somebody, uh, entered, got it. They flew to Hawaii. Yeah. And, um, I think this, is, here's how the story goes. It's also an internet story. So it it could all be bullshit now that I think of it, but I, I'm still going to tell you it because <laughs> I, I want to believe this is real. <laughs> all right. So somebody went, they had, um their vaccination card to show on entry to Hawaii. Yeah. And, um, they wrote down that they got the Moderna shot. It's all forged, but they spelt Moderna wrong. <laughs> and that's... They ended up in jail, says the story. <laughs> so Dude, I thought that was... I thought that was fun. Like, I, I just liked that. But it can all be bullshit, because I read it on the internet now. Uh, that's what I do during COVID. I'm now on the internet all the time, because I'm... <laughs> miserable but yeah that was fun
0: <laughs> dude well you know that's perfect because like what i wanted because like i've been following you for a while like and like i've been whenever i, I love watching looking at your stories just because like you post these like bizarre drum sets dude like what like i know you're a drummer of course but like what made you did you just start looking up like weird drum sets or like what how did that why did you <laughs> even start posting it's sick though dude
1: I I think I realized like the only thing that I that is healthy for me to go look at is just music stuff, <laughs> hobby stuff, you know, stuff that I'm into. Because yeah. otherwise, like I'm like I got pretty down the rabbit hole watching just like people freaking out in public over you know, no masks or whatever, yeah. or when that like the Karen thing was happening. I was just like, oh, this is great, and then I realized. <laughs> It's like, it's like I'm just eating junk food, except it's not going through my, it's just going straight to my brain and my brain has cavities now. Like I realized how like... Do you remember when Grand Theft Auto first came out and kids were all fucking angry and it was yep. crazy? Like, I I, I just started <laughs> noticing a change with me. So, you know, and that was also Trump was still in office and everybody out here was just super fucking charged up politically. You know, <laughs> like sitting at a bar next to this crust punk kid with an ass suck shirt. and He has something to say about politics to me, but he's never thought of politics a day before yeah. you know uh, his roommate <laughs> argued with him Either way, so i'm just like you know what uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fuck with this I'll, I'll start looking back at the things that i like that i can remember like drums <laughs> and i do like monstrous weird drum stuff yeah oh so yeah. in a way i'm kind of trolling people with it i guess you could say but i love all this stuff so yeah I'm just if i'm going to use the internet which i i have a uh I have a habit now, <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not doing shit. So I'm just uh, sitting on a computer looking for shit. I, you know, rather just look for monstrous drum stuff. So that's probably what you're referring to.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's sick, dude. Like, and like, well, just like with like because I, I love how you like using monstrous, monstrous. Just because I saw the uh, the kick drum that you used for Alexis's. Uh, uh, uh solo project was was it was that like a 26 by like 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 16 or like 14 or something like that
1: i uh <clears throat> excuse me i want to say it might have even been a 28 it Whoa. was um yeah it was it was definitely a marching uh bass drum not like meant to be played with a kick drum mallet <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um yeah lex and the uh the guy who uh tracked everything and more or less produced that record wanted to get performances out of the musicians that they had picked that wouldn't otherwise be, I don't know, basically not, not some, they wanted us to think on our, our feet, you know, yeah, kind of, because yeah. the whole thing was kind of an improvised situation. So they gave me a kit, like a setup um, that's near impossible to play. And then just <laughs> were like, Okay, we're tracking. (laughs) Go. No (laughs) way. Was it actually like was it actually improvised? I guess you could say that. I mean, to yeah, to an extent, like we didn't really jam in the room. I um, they put that weird kit together. Yeah. Put me behind it and would just record me playing for about ten to twenty minutes, and then I would take a break and go outside, and they would hit playback and they would find parts that they liked from it no and then they way. would and then we would basically write the song around that but very similar to Evan who was doing guitar he was just going to go in the room and either respond to the weirdness i was doing or just not get a drum track at all and they would somehow make it work within time signatures <laughs> so that was most of the record and i remember the days leading up to that i started texting Evan who ended up playing guitar on that I'm like have you heard any demos? Because Lex told me that we're getting demos <laughs> to listen to. <laughs>
0: no way. And he's
1: like, he's like yeah, same, man. Uh, I haven't heard anything, so I have no idea what we're going to do. And up to the point where, like, I had gotten there before everybody, so when Evan showed up, gave me a hug, and he's like, so do you know what we're going to do? I was like, no fucking idea. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of how it rolled out. But, um, yeah, so I guess you could say it was, you know, kind of improvised, but there was a lot of like studio chopping and stuff, you know, like I would just record several pieces of drums and then they would end up just chopping what they wanted to use and looping it, you know, the magic of pro tools or yeah. whatever. But yeah, so I guess, can you call that an improvised record? Cause I mean, I think of like a, a sick tight jazz band that's all just like, they know how to sit in the pocket and stray yeah. off the meter and come back. We didn't do any of that shit, <laughs> but uh, I guess in a way for us, that was sort of improvised.
0: Dude, that's so cool because like because when you you mentioned that and I I I read that I was like oh dude no way and I like I I thought that was so cool and then like then going on your Instagram and seeing the setup they had for you was just like what the hell is that like that is it was so confusing and I was like oh but like uh, I don't know that 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 to me that's that's cool like and also like you said like the beauty of Pro Tools going like being able to like cut and splice. To me it felt like a a great record. Like I remember when the first song came out like I I wasn't like a big fan of it and then I listened to the whole record in in, in whole. I was like, "Oh, dude, this is amazing." Like I feel I, it's such a a good record to listen to in in like in its entirety. I love that. I love it now.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely a uh nightmare stuff <laughs> <laughs> like soundtrack to nightmares yeah, it's 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 not easy going chill like i'm not gonna like roll a joint and relax and put on that record but
0: yeah you'd go somewhere dark dude
1: yeah 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 i i, I did what happened and it, it, the whole idea is pretty brilliant to me though like because I mean, me and Lex have done music since we were sixteen, and everything is like you know. Here's the riff goes into the next riff, breakdown, payoff part, whatever you want to call it, you know, like, whatever yeah. shit guitar players want to call their parts. And um, yeah, this is just kind of like Lex doesn't really know how to play anything, but he's been around music and he knows music. You know, he's yeah. been in bands. Yeah, and he was totally you know in control. It was his. It was his baby. So. I mean, for us, it might have felt more chaotic than to him.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Um,
1: But, uh, you know, I feel like he had a plan or he was getting a plan together as he was paying money for us to sit in his studio (laughs) and track (laughs) weird nonsense. No, it was cool. I dug it and and the uh, result, like it's it couldn't be any more honest as far as music goes right like we didn't really sit there and try to like really touch up on my parts and get the best take it was just (laughs) like our it was like that's me honestly sitting there clueless with weird drumsticks weird drum kit trying to make lex's record work and uh i think it came out pretty good considering oh Dude.
0: Yeah. Like it, it came out amazing. And like, no, yeah, dude, I love it. And it's like, again, I always, I've said it like a million times to other people, but like it's humans playing human music. Like you literally like created something like yeah, like you said, like maybe it wasn't the best take or something like that. But the thing is, it was in the moment and it felt correct. And like that to me is like the coolest part about it.
1: Yeah, it's it's a really neat. I've never done a record that way. It was the most fun I've had in the studio. But also, like when I left, I had no idea what I had just done. <laughs> like they, they they probably got a couple hours of be playing that weird ass kit, yeah. and they were able to like eventually shop out what they wanted and make songs out of it. So I'm I'm happy with it. That. that that was cool. That was a just really interesting way to go about it.
0: Oh heck yeah, that, that's that's awesome, dude! I, and to know that it was played that way or, or like done that way is it makes to me it will make the record even more enjoyable to listen to. I like that a lot.
1: Yeah, I guess if maybe the songs are written backwards or usually things start with like a guitar riff, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Typically, yeah. Not 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 on that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good, man. You know, it works. It came out,
0: dude. And I, I I to me like what I like I wanted to like like tell tell you this for a while but like i don't know if you've gotten this from anyone else but like like you won't get what you want to me is like i feel like that you could literally like lay over like a john wick wick film and it would be like the perfect soundtrack it to me it's like (laughs) it's extremely cinematic and i was like holy shit like i even showed my dad who like loves john wick and like all those movies and he was like yeah this this is perfect
1: (laughs) it's funny yeah i mean just living through trying to write that record and how it almost didn't happen and how we were just so exhausted and stressed out by the time we had finished it we didn't really even know what it was we just laughed and we're thankful that we finished a record right but um (laughs) nice like that i mean the whole thing I, i don't know it's been a while since i i was uh close enough to that record to really remember it. Cause kind of COVID wiped out everything. I feel like I used to know, but, <laughs> exactly. um, I remember thinking like, okay, so every time daughters tries to do a record, we we're not satisfied with anything that really reminds us of the previous effort, uh-huh. the previous record. And, um, so we're always kind of in a little identity crisis mode, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and it's just like, maybe we did that sound really good for that one record. Well, no, we're going to forget all those rules and techniques and things that we mastered. And we're going to start from scratch and just, just suck for a while and then figure it out again. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really interesting to do that, but it's easier to do that when you don't take like years off and don't play with each other for a while, because, you know, we, Yeah, we were broken up, man. We're pretty much done. Yeah. I mean, looking back at it now, I guess you can say that was more of a hiatus because we got it back together. Yeah. When we had gotten back together to do a couple, like, reunion shows in 2013, we literally hadn't been in a room with each other for years before that.
0: Oh, damn.
1: So, and things didn't leave off well. So, trying to write music was you know, tough because it was also like, we're rusty. We're not good playing with each other right now. Yeah. We don't really even get along with each other for a good amount of time. You know, like <laughs> we're good for a few hours, but then when somebody gets crabby or hungry, like then it's just fucking bullshit. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, it took, a it took a bit to just be able to be around each other for long periods of time. And we probably wrote five songs and went to the studio in 2015. Oh, Wow. Reco- recorded everything and realized this is awful. No,
0: what?
1: <laughs> this is bad. Yeah. So we like, so we shelved it and it was just like a huge blow for me. Exactly. Like I just, any motivation that we had in there, it was just like, wow, I guess maybe we can't do it anymore. <laughs> and, um, that first go around had like, you know, we restructured the songs eventually we got to rewriting them, but it was also like, we're only able to see each other in between our schedules and we're all pretty busy. So we would only see each other like, you know, for a week every three months. Jeez. And uh somehow you know, somehow we talked ourselves into thinking that the songs we brought into the studio in twenty fifteen were gonna be good enough <laughs> for the next <laughs> daughter's record. And then as soon as we heard them back, we're like, These are fucking dog shit. <laughs> but we you know, I guess we worked it out. I just can't remember the steps, but it wasn't easy. <laughs> so so we got that once we finally got that record together I just remember like us laughing and like our schedules were still gnarly so I I was like you know as soon as I leave the studio I'm going to fly out and I probably won't see them for a couple more months and they'll argue over text messages about the layout <laughs> the artwork and all that shit so yeah man it's uh it was a long time coming I'm happy with how it came out but I mean I haven't been able to hear it without maybe the trauma that yeah, making yeah, it yeah. in my mind. And one day maybe I can, but the last thing I want to do is actually sit down and listen to my own band. Yeah. <laughs> so, unless, unless it's like an outtake blooper thing, like, Hey, this is when you <laughs> fell asleep playing the show. Listen to the audio. Like I'll check that out. But I'm just not a big fan of like, you know, I remember I did that. and I trust the guy that's, in the studio allowed it to come out, so it can't be that bad. Some label was like, Yeah, we'll accept that. (laughs) So it's just like if the label said yes and the guy that's in the studio in the control room said yes, I'm like, okay, I trust those people. I don't I don't know what I'm doing, but I trust those people are cool with
0: it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean I mean they're they're recording you. You would hope. And also they've probably (laughs) they've they've recorded so many other bands. So yeah, of course you're like Yeah, okay, please, please accept I i hope like, dude yeah they have to have the vision dude that
1: i've been i guess I, so i started for managing when daughters started slowing down and then petered off and stopped because i had to i needed a job and yeah. i had exhausted all those temporary jobs in between fours that you could get yeah so i've been like you know fucking hired and fired or quit <laughs> uh, from everything and then um I got a job at a club in Providence and I would see the bands that come through and their tour managers. And you would get a sense of like, Oh, that fucking nerd right there is living much better than me. He's like making money. And <laughs> yeah. like, I'm, I'm working a smoking door in February, like with three, three pairs of long johns on fucking <laughs> shivering for like 60 bucks a night. Um, maybe I can tour manage, you know, and I, I got myself into it somehow. But then I'm around so many people who are so sure everything they do in music, it's just, I was around a new breed of musician. If you want to get paid well to tour manage, you got to go out with a band that kind of goes out all year round. And, uh, you know, usually you get to like these working radio market sort of things. But you start to be around a new breed of human, you know, that just like they're so sure everything they do is awesome. So when it came time to make music after being around that breed of human, when it came down to make my own music, like – I don't know if I used to be able to know it was awesome or know what what passed the bar, but yeah, I feel like I totally lost it. So I'm going to need a thumbs up from the label or the manager or whoever I trust in my camp to be like, yeah, yeah, that that works, man. Because right now, like I can pump music out, but I just can't tell you what good is anymore because I think I don't care. (laughs) like i'm not gonna do anything that i absolutely hate or yeah yeah you know i've done enough that i'm nervous about i like that too that'll pass if i'm really (laughs) nervous about something i'm like let's just do it see what happens because it's exciting you know yeah
0: dude. dude that's that's awesome dude like dude and like because like i saw that you were yeah you had tour managed and like and then also i saw in a post like you were saying that like 2019 was like one of the busiest years of your life and then and I loved I loved how ironic the next line was was here's hoping 2020, 2020 isn't an asshole and like I after reading that I read that like only like, like, a, like a week ago and I was like oh man like it was literally like like, yeah I, you can blame me I did it.
1: <laughs> patient zero <laughs> I, dude like I, I called traffic before I uh, you know <laughs> let's work <laughs> like there's, there's probably not gonna be traffic today. yeah <laughs> yeah dude yeah uh 2019 man i i think i did the math i i was away from home for 250 days gee and that might not seem like a lot but uh you know it, it feels like a lot dude but no. i was also yeah. like in between daughters tours i was taking other tours as a tour manager so i remember daughters did i think we did like six or seven weeks in europe yeah. and then i I flew my partner out to stay with me where the tour ended in Dublin for four days, and then I went immediately to India to do 11 dates, and then I did some <laughs> dates in China, Dude. flew right back to Providence to uh, do rehearsals for their upcoming Daughters Tour, and then went home to Texas for four days to sleep in my bed, <laughs> and then started the next Daughters Tour, and that was pretty much how the year went. Like, Dude. in between tours, I, I, uh, there was another tour that Daughters did in Europe, and when all daughters went home to go recharge, I flew out to Italy to go do a bunch of dates with uh this orchestra project that I was tour managing, and yeah, I mean, I guess I I function well that way, yeah. but uh, yeah, I started feeling you know the age, the uh, the work, dude. I bet. and um, yeah, it was yeah, it was interesting. I, I guess when I get busy, I get dialed into it, and I enjoy it,
0: dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you're you're probably just like engulfed in it so you're just like okay this is this is it this is life at this point like
1: yeah i guess for like at least the last 10 years 200 to 250 days away from home a year was not weird for me you know i got used to it and i was much more used to touring than the guys in daughters were by the time we started getting a lot more tour offers for the last record so for me it was it was just normal life you know yeah yeah so when COVID hit, we had to stay home. That that was a learning curve. <laughs> I bet. dude. Wait, what the hell does that mean? I'm home, <laughs> like home, uh.
0: dude. And then okay, so like like with the, the tour managing, like you said, like you're flying to all these places, and I I know nothing of that world, like of the management at all. Like, so do you play pay for like the fl- like the plane ticket, or does the band that you go for like? Pay for it, or the label that they are under, or whatever.
1: Yeah, I don't make enough money. Like, I, I, it should be paid for. Okay, (laughs) I mean, they, they might, they're like maybe more of an entry level place where, like, yo, man, yeah, you can totally tour manage us, but we don't have the money to buy your flight out here. Yeah, you know, like I can, I can see like getting into it. You you kind of got to take it on the chin a couple times to uh, get a job or network enough to get jobs that will take you all year round. So like, you know, the first couple tours uh, that people do when you're younger, hopefully, you know, if, if you need to pay your way to get out to the tour, maybe it's worth it because eventually it'll lead to more contacts and more work. Yeah. But, but no, the, the level that I'm at now, like, you know, not to be, and asked about it but like no they're they're definitely paying for my flight or i'm just not gonna I, i'm gonna say it's not gonna work out between us and them so yeah
0: <clears throat> like to me like to me that, that, that doesn't sound like messed up or anything at all like literally like you, you've been doing it's it's you get to a certain level and it's like dude i don't want to like open shows anymore it's like back like back when you like when you were starting to get bigger it's like i uh, i mean that kind of still it's, it's a bummer or something like that along
1: those lines like it's like right. yeah it was it, yeah i just i mean It would be weird if they, I do kind of have a standard, like I I have like a bottom as far as like a floor that like, okay, well this is my sort of TM rate, daily rate, you know what I mean? And if you're going to pay lower than that, I might take it if I need the money or whatever, but like there's certain things you're going to have to give me like with any job, you know? And right now it's like, if your tour starts in India and you're not fucking flying me to India to tour manage, uh, Go find somebody else. You know, oh yeah, that's kind of how it goes. <laughs> Plus, uh, going to India, man. It's hot. I love that place. <laughs> Crazy. I fucking loved it,
0: dude. I bet, like, dude. I, 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 the, I, I think I, like, I, 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 I've dipped into Mexico once when I was like, like, I don't even know, like, seven. So I don't even remember that at all. Like, I haven't even been out of the country, and like. That sound it it that, that's so sick, dude. You you've been around the world
1: like a million times. I guess I might have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've I've have seen some weird shit, man. But um, <laughs> I, I wonder how much that's all gonna change now, dude.
0: I trust like I I think about it. It's it was so weird, like because i remember it was like oh shows are coming back and then the, like it like died again and then now it's like there are like a lot of tours happening and like i i still don't know what to grasp on it like i don't know if it's like real or is this like they're dangling
1: the carrot in front of me it's like uh is this it? Yeah, it's it's the slow rollout, man, and i think uh it's not going to be uh, it's so easy to fuck this up. Yeah. Or it's just so easy for just a little Bad luck or a little bullshit to really, uh, you know, throw it off again. But wow. um, I know a lot of bands that are just like, well, okay, it looked like the things were, were getting better, and then you know this spiked up again, or regionally, or uh, there was a band that came through Austin, and I think they were touring the South, Southern states on their way out to Psycho Vegas. Oh, okay. you know, that fest in Las Vegas. Yeah. So they were in Austin. And I guess Austin might have been their last show, and the singer was reported reporting to be sick, joking, to probably have COVID, and he died of COVID two days later. But he was also kind of, I guess, open about. Um, I don't know. He just didn't really take it very seriously. I don't want to say anything or ill about this. This okay, you know the sure. dead, but yeah. Um, from from. Sources, uh, you know, that worked at the venue he played. He, uh, him and somebody in the band did have it, and they were staying on people's like couches and floors and, and just kind of not caring, not wearing masks, but also like they're playing dive bars.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like,
1: singing into people or at people's heads that are singing the lyrics back at him, so he's singing his germs into people's faces, and that didn't seem to faze him much. And it's unfortunate, you know, he past but yeah definitely like, holy shit i mean how many more of those does i mean if that happened maybe like in a state like new york or something that, in texas i guess that that could happen nobody really gives a shit but yeah, uh yeah it's a, it's a wonder like if that happened in like california or somewhere else like you know all, all it would take is a couple more promoters to get the notion of oh shit <laughs> like this it is it's scary yeah so places that don't have restrictions in place and it could be a free for all to spread this shit around. Um, yeah. I don't know, man, that that's all it would take. Like a band dips through the South and then keeps heading up and they carry it, but they have they're asymptomatic or however it works. Yeah. Like it's just, there's still a pandemic going on and we're trying to roll it out so it could get really fucked up.
0: Yeah, like, dude. It's, I don't know. And it's,
1: it's just, it's just freaky to think about.
0: <laughs> dude, I bet dude, like that, that's, in, it's crazy i i just i just like yeah like you said like there are people that just like aren't aren't like conscious or like or like they they are they just don't care and like i don't know man yeah. it is it is it is definitely a it is definitely a time we're going through
1: <laughs> that's for damn sure <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll agree with you on that like it's not a lot i really want to comment on besides like yeah, when I was playing the other night, I felt a little freaked out. And if I heard that people from the sh- uh, that attended the show caught it, I would feel responsible because I or some partially responsible because I, you know, was part of the uh, attraction. Yep. They came yeah. because I was part of the group or part of the event they wanted to go see. They might not have it if otherwise. But it's that's one of those things that like I just have to trust everyone to take do their best and take care of themselves. And the ones that are just, like, flying through this carefree, like, it's not going to happen to me. Those seem to be the, the ones that it actually only happens to right now. But, you know, whatever. I just... If I'm going to start playing shows, uh, I got to figure out where I can be comfortable, and I'm not sure I can be comfortable anywhere. But you got to figure it out, I suppose, right?
0: (laughs) No, exactly. And like, honestly, like this goes full circle to what you said. Like, basically, like all, like, or like, I I can't remember how you worded it, but like, all humans are trash. Um, like I, <laughs> like I, I, it sounds I, like something <laughs> might say, yeah, yeah. I, I can't, you said something along those lines and that's how I feel. So as soon as you said that, I was like, Oh, cool. <laughs> like, this is how I feel. Like, it's like, and like, yeah, I understand. Like if, if I were to play a show, it's going to be like, well, I, like I'm also the drummer, so I'm like, okay, cool. I'm the furthest away, so that's cool. Like, make, and also ninety nine percent of the time, no one really knows who the drummer is. So, like, it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, so then that's one more positive. And like, but like, yeah, dude. Like, no matter what, it'd be like, oh, well, yeah, someone got it. Yeah, I, trust me, I, I feel the exact same way, dude. I would, I would feel so scared. And like, going anywhere with a large group of people, you know, there are at least a couple there that just don't give a fuck. So like, it just, I I,
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I, I think I would feel better if I was in a town that actually restricted that. So I would know I'm in a building. I'm in this, I'm in this restaurant. I'm in this place with only people who have really good fake vaccine cards or, you know, whatever (laughs) it takes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, like, it, that makes me feel a little better. Like seeing these big shows from New York and stuff for like the, you know, two, 3000 people there, but they all proved to the venue or the promoter or whatever that they, uh, they got entry because they could show their vax pass or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of down with that, man. Um, Oh yeah. Watching people get sick and maybe kill people, people that are just trying to get back at it. Bands that are touring. And I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that's what, that's kind of what it's like down here. It's like, We're open. What are you talking about? Just go at it <laughs> and if you tr- if you try to restrict it, like somebody fucking steps in and fucks up your business so you can't really defend yourself. like yes. a friend of mine, a friend of mine was like, "I don't know how to fight it, so I'm just gonna close my bar down for a uh, cl- deep cleaning for a week yeah. while we were spiking out here. <laughs> and, like just watching people do that. you know they don't have the money to be able to do that, but it's the only way to they thought they would stay safe like that really sucks.
0: Dude, yeah, like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> that's ridiculous, dude. Like, yeah. dude, yeah, dude. But you know, okay, on to on, on to something that's not about positive. yes, positive. So COVID. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, like, yes. <laughs> but no, like, uh, I saw like on your Instagram that you had your your first guitar restored. Like, dude, that was that. So that was actually your first guitar you've ever gotten.
1: Yeah, when I was a. Uh... I wanna say thirteen. Yeah. Um two uh two drunken uncles came over to my house and uh, <laughs> they gave me a guitar and it was amazing. And um yeah, this is uh my first instrument really. And um kinda learned everything off of this thing, you know, uh, wow. this guitar. And and after I moved from Providence and it was like when I went to go start tour managing so everything that I owned had to fit in a uh, one of those carry-on suitcases. Oh, yeah. So for, for about 2 years of touring and stuff everything I owned fit in this you know little carry-on guy. <laughs> <laughs> and um I couldn't have the guitar so I I can't remember what I did with it. I either left it in the place that I was living in or I don't know, but I went to go visit a friend in Providence and he's got the house that's got the jam basement, you know? So oh, nice. a lot of people have left gear there over the years. Cause he's done a bunch of different bands, bands have broken up, bands have reformed, friends have come in to just play and use his space. And I'm looking at this like weird old gig bag and I was like, Oh, those are all like the pins I used to have when I was a kid. That's so weird. <laughs> I was like, it's like, wait a second! And I open it up and it's my fucking guitar. So, no way. yeah, yeah, that was cool. Uh, and brought it home with me to uh, Texas and had my buddy restore it. And uh, it's killer. It's it's nice to have this back. I hope I don't have to go back down to a carry on only living <laughs> style.
0: Yeah.
1: But then when I'm 60 And I found it in somebody else's basement That might be interesting too (laughs) That would be
0: amazing
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah you know sometimes weird things happen But yeah it it felt cool to get this thing back It was a Touching moment for me I guess
0: Dude I bet and like also I saw like You said a lot of like As the uh, sun sets And some of the early daughter stuff was written on that Did you write the guitar Or did like the guitarist at that point Write the guitar
1: um, no, uh, that was me. That, oh no! Uh, way. I, yeah, um, I'm still trying to figure out why. <laughs> like it came on, it, it would rested with me. But I remember with um, for As the sunsets. Like we had two very capable, well, several capable guitar players. But for the majority of the lineup that recorded the stuff, um, I guess they just never wrote anything, or maybe I wrote outwrote them, yeah. or I don't know. <laughs> but I just. It really just came down we had to go through this recently too. because um, we might be doing uh some repress shit. But uh Oh sick. I I guess I'll let the guy from the label that's actually putting money into it announce stuff like that. So maybe I'm <laughs> jumping <laughs> the gun here. You know, there sure. may there may made but allegedly. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um when I, uh, when I got on the phone with Lex, I was like, yo, man, look at this guitar thing. He's like, I remember that because when I was in high school, Lex was living in my basement. Oh, okay. And uh, he would be playing like, I don't know, on my Nintendo 64 or something <laughs> in the 90s. And I would be trying to write like weird, weirdo metal stuff on this guitar. <laughs> so yeah, this guitar pretty much birthed like most of the As the Sunsets music. And uh, the first daughter's record was still me really pushing guitar ideas out to the ether. It was about hell songs where it was like, okay, guitar players, please write riffs. I, I want to play, I want to play drums. And I'm sick of hearing the band sound the way it sounds. It's just like, if you have 11 minutes, just wrote 11 songs. It's the best I could do. I want, I want some, like, I want a little more in my band. Now, Every, every 40 seconds I'm ending a song.
0: Dude, so yeah, that's cr- so okay, dude. Then then what what like brought you to drums then, dude? Like because especially with that like level of like guitar playing, I'm surprised you just didn't stay there.
1: Well, so I grew up in like uh, I grew up in pretty suburban Massachusetts, okay. and uh, so I got my guitar, and this kid that I hung out with up the street, he got a guitar, and uh, basically. Came down to, uh, we need a drummer if we're going to do a band. <laughs> nice. And uh, how do we figure this out? I guess we wrestle. <laughs> Did you wrestle? <So>, <laughs> no yeah, way. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I would say at the time we probably said we fought, but 13 year olds fighting is a wrestling Yeah, match. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like nobody's coming in and breaking it up, nobody's yelling at you. Uh, it probably ends with you going, okay, what gives? Stop it. You know, like it's not a real fight by any means, but. Yeah, this dude overpowered me, so I was like, "Fine, I'll play the drums." That's really how that went. Wow! But uh, I couldn't be more like thankful for him. <laughs> it's like it's like thanks for beating me up, dude. Cool. Because <laughs> I probably wouldn't have played drums, and I don't think I would have made much of a uh, singer songwriter front man kind of guy with a guitar but (laughs) dude
0: dude i mean as the sun sets that guitar and like some like clean vocals over (laughs) that that's perfect dude like that just like (laughs) yeah yeah, you could go on tour with like sitting in color don't even worry like like (laughs) but but no like that's that's crazy dude like
1: like, it was like it's just the only way to get it done as far as i remember you know it's just I don't know if I can't. I really can't recall if they just weren't good at writing stuff, but they could play well or what. But I guess maybe I just always brought new stuff to practice, and we would just have a new record. Wow, And there was also it, as the sunsets was the first band I was in that from record to record, we kind of jumped styles and sounds quickly like oh, an okay. identity crisis. You know? yeah. So if they did clock in on what to write, they, they couldn't gauge the identity crisis that me and Lex were probably pushing down their throat and controlling. So we're just like, okay, cool. You got that riff. Well, check this out. Cause this is what we do now. <laughs> Very like 18 year old in a band sort of bullshit. <laughs>
0: oh my god dude that's so <laughs> dude dude from like that's that's mind-blowing dude that that's 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 great dude okay so then that like literally makes me like wonder like so then what were your like like i guess like now and then like what were your, your most influential bands then just because i feel like having that idea for guitar is like crazy and i like like what what made you what made you want to write like that
1: well, the very first as the sunsets record, yeah um we were still all living at like home with our parents, so we're in the suburbs and I think like the heaviest shit we can really get into is whatever like the local college radio plays on Sunday night between eleven am and or 11 p.m and 2 a.m yeah <laughs> you no know, like that's the only way we could get like information on local shows there's no internet you know there's well there is internet but you know it's we're probably not allowed on it like maybe (laughs) one person in the band has a computer and can email you know it's everything (laughs) everything is done with uh differently you know with yeah kinkos and you know nobody has a cell phone so either way the way we got music was uh it, it was just a lot harder to find bands and stuff so i i remember we were a mixture of all these the bigger bands in the areas and that we were, I guess, kind of getting in contact with, you know, yeah. so it, there was a lot of hardcore stuff coming out of new England. I wasn't a big fan of that, but when we got onto like more of the metal core bands and stuff like that coming out of Boston and New Jersey at the time, like, you know, that kind of definitely shaped sounds we wanted to do for that first record. And then I guess a year later, we're probably old enough to move out. So we eventually moved to Providence, which is closer to us than Boston would be. And we had already started playing shows at Providence. So it just made more sense. Like we can play shows here. We know some bands there. We don't, we don't make enough money to live in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> so so we got to Providence. I think just we we're influenced by what was down there. And they have some of the gnarliest bands, to ever be be a band came out of Providence as far as I'm concerned. So you take what maybe was happening in the first As a Sunsets record, you put a little influence from like, uh, you know, Lightning Bolt, Airborne Radar, and just all hell these yeah. crazy bands that were happening at the time. And uh, we're also, I remember we were big into like spas, discord, taxes, oh, and stuff yeah. like that. And we just started writing really crazy fast stuff i think uh we had no idea what we were doing we we're just <laughs> we we're just doing it we're we're liking it you know and uh it, i had to listen to uh the whole discography recently and uh, i don't still don't know what that band is i just hear identity <laughs> crisis i just hear i just hear kids having identity crisis but uh um, some people seem to be into it <laughs> i uh That seems to be cool by me. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that's definitely me, like, just when I was a kid, you know, trying my best and not knowing what the fuck I'm doing. So not Uh, not very unlike what Daughters is now for me as an adult, but uh, yeah, pretty much the same. It's like the same cast of people, too. Like, you know, me and Lex have been in these bands uh, forever. And uh, Nick, the guitar player from Daughters, he actually was... He had a band that used to play with us the Sunsets all the time. He was like 15 years old. And I remember the whole thing was like, the whole thing was like, yo, look at this little kid play guitar. And he fucking smoked. Yeah. And so we, we became friends with him. The the idea was like, if, if for any reason, somebody at As the Sunsets has to leave, we'll get that kid in the band. (laughs) So we had known Nick. Yeah. Yeah. We had known Nick for a, a long time. Like, like I'm 17. I think he was 15 when we met something like that. We're all playing shows. Like, we definitely shouldn't be in that club yeah, that in right. playing the show, but, you know, we are. Yeah, just, you know, shit like that. Dude,
0: that, that's crazy, dude. And, like, I I I love, like, see, now I'm gonna go back and, like, re-listen to, like, the As the Sun Sets to, like, hear like i i i want to know like like i can definitely of course like hearing from canada songs to hell songs like to me like total total flip of course like vocally but also musically like it it definitely it changed like crazy and I, i like now knowing that i i love that like that that to me is sick and also dude like knowing that how do you how does it feel like knowing that hell songs and canada came out like like what like 15 or Eighteen years ago, like that—that that has to be insane.
1: It, it it is weird. It's weird that I'm still doing this band. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> like when we finish Canada songs, if somebody's like, "Hey, man, guess what? In twenty years, you'll still be doing this." I'd be like, Are "You fucking kidding me?" Like, I, I don't know if I'd get upset, <laughs> like get sad. But um, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I, I lived the life, and it just uh, every year was long and hard. Yeah. No, it's not like that. But um. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it is it is kind of wild to think about, you know. Um, yeah, I, but honestly, it, the band for me, the way I think about it, it um, I really feel like the band stopped and restarted, and there was like a couple years of just total silence, you know, like okay, where yeah we, we didn't we didn't really talk. So it almost feels like we're on borrowed time in a way. It almost feels like we're in a new band in a way. Oh, that's kind of cool, uh, though. Yeah can be i mean yeah i'm I'm down yeah. either way you know, i don't think i have a choice it's just like the way i <laughs> it's just the way my brain thinks about it you know it's just the, the band we were in with daughters like there was a lot of member changes too and there still are like members flux in and out of it so uh i don't know it always feels like kind of a new experience you know and the way it seems to work now is if we're able to get up and get ready for shows like the band is really me, Nick, and Lex at the moment, and oh, okay. um, so Sam is involved lightly at the moment, but we just haven't like figured out what it is. You know, he he's started a family, had a kid, he couldn't do the, all the touring. Yeah, but we've had a couple uh, writing sessions that he sat in on for the new stuff we're trying to put together now. So I can't tell what his involvement is, but I think the idea is like, dude, if you want to get involved in any of this, like, please just show up yeah you know pretty. jump in it's yeah. it's kind of like that, but when we go to tour, we have to find new people for the stage, which brings in new blood, which is uh actually really cool. Yeah, I like I that a lot, yeah. you know so yeah, I don't know I'm just daughters is supposed to do some shows in january, um hoping that that stays the plan <laughs> <You're> right <laughs> right, yeah, dude,
0: and like also like i like I wanted to know how like. I know you've probably even asked it a million times, but like, I like, how how did it, how how did how did you guys come to the or how did you feel when like the vocal style changed from Canada to Hell? Like, how did like what like how, okay, how well, what was your perspective
1: on that? Um, I'll tell you what I remember, and I guess as I'm saying it out, maybe we'll start to react to it because uh, it's just been a sec since yeah, I've yeah, actually yeah. like thought about it. Um, <laughs> so I mean. Lex just never came to, to rehearsal, and um, <laughs> I remember like it was fucked up. So Canada songs, Nick was in the band yep. helping us write Canada songs, and then there was kind of like a blowout, and we asked Nick to leave. Oh wow! <laughs> and we got a new guy, and we tracked the record. Nick wasn't on the Nick wasn't on the recording. I kind of wish. He was, but, you know, whatever. Um, we did a lot of touring of Canada songs. Yeah. And when it came time to do Hell songs, um, as we were like, we got to start writing, but we're also having problems with the guy who kind of replaced Nick. Yeah. So get um, one of the guitar players is like, hey, uh, why don't we ask, see if Nick's free, see if he wants to jam with us. And then we asked Nick if he'd want to come back, and he did. And um, then we started writing songs music but everybody in the band had a late night job so me working at a venue and people working at in like bar or food services yeah. they got out between 1 and 2 a.m
0: Damn! and
1: that's what that's when we go to the practice space
0: <laughs> Jeez!
1: and then i i typically had a job also that set me up for 8 a.m uh open the doors at 8 a.m so you know we're all bare like this is what we did when we were, like, 24 to 26, yeah. you know? So uh, you could still, like, operate under no sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Hell's Songs was written between, basically, the hours of 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. Holy shit. Yes. I mean, and I can almost hear that when I listen to, like, <laughs> listen to the music. It's just, like, that's exactly what music like that should sound like. When you, you're you so pissed, all you want to be is in bed. Like, your whole, your last month sucked because you're in this band who practices when you should be sleeping. <laughs> so you know we had a lot of demos together it took us a while to get these songs together because a lot of it was just like we thought we were like man i'm so proud of what we just did then we'd come back and listen to it the next morning and it'd be like what the f- <laughs> that's awful <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know when you're just delirious from yeah. being tired you know, it's just like oh brothers we did it i can't wait you know and think it's just like that was still that's the worst song i've ever heard there was there was a good couple good throwaway moments for sure but um then we tracked the record without Lex, too. And then uh, we went to uh, Brooklyn for him to come in and do vocals. And he just started doing that thing. We had no idea. And we're like, whoa, is this what you're going to do? He goes, yes. We're like, cool. That was it.
0: No, really?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No argument. No, nothing. I was just like, good. Because honestly, man, like we were starting to get lumped. Like Canada songs was getting lumped with bands that only sounded like Canada songs. And okay, yeah, believe it or not, we just didn't want to play with that yeah you know yeah. like no no knock to any of those bands of course, just like yeah. i, I kind of liked the shows um where like you know this weird dance synth pop band would play with this weird band like back in the day when as the sunsets was starting to get shows in like 97ish or 98 yeah it, it, if you're if you're in like upstate massachusetts or something like middle of nowhere and you get a show You're gonna have like this intense, brutal, tough guy hardcore band, and then a ska band, and then you're gonna play. You know what I mean? But there was something kind of cool. Everyone stood and watched everyone's bands, and then you all got beat up by the tough guy. It was cool, (laughs) dude. That's the best. So, in a way, I just like would. I think Canada songs. Like there was a lot of bands kind of doing that too. Like the there was maybe like four or five really active big bands doing. That sort of spazzy, like the locust said, just put out a really big record. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. I think Dillinger Escape Plan was a major, like huge oh, yeah. band at that point. You know, uh, so I mean, I-, I liked all those dudes. Those dudes are, you know, buds of mine. Their bands are cool. Um, I just wouldn't want to play bands or play nonstop shows with bands that just sound like that. Just sound like my band or whatever. So that's where we're getting to. With him breaking the vocals, it was like brilliant. This kind of breaks that cycle. So, also, I don't know. It's kind of funny because I knew people would just groan. Yeah. But-, <laughs> but in a way, I was like, "This actually makes this harder to listen to. This is this is cool. <laughs> like, what's 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 worse than screaming? Doing this." But I liked it because I was like, "Man, like I don't want to be getting into my thirties and I'm just still in these like thirteen second long screaming." Band things. You know, like, kind of wanted, because we would go out and tour nonstop, you know, and just like every night of doing that, you're like, I wish we kind of had a little more range, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, maybe a little more personality to us. It's just like snare drum, double kick, guitar noises, and screaming <laughs> vocals. And that's cool until you're doing it every night on tour for years nonstop. <laughs> so with Lex doing that, we were able to, you know, that's one of the reasons we are able to kind of like, change so broadly yeah. now in between records and um if he didn't do that we might not have been able to go that far you know so i'm i'm happy about it but yeah he just kind of pulled that shit on us and i think we all looked at each other like huh awesome all right moving wow. on Dude. yeah it was it was just it was really like that there was no like big discussion i mean i'm sure if you ask lex he has a better story but for me sitting on a couch watching him do that and i remember going whoa is that the vocals for the record now and they're like yeah i guess We're like cool all right
0: weird like dude like okay i first of all I, i love that like you were just sitting there and he he just started doing it instead of like dude that that had to have just been like 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 you said like are those the vocals now like to me i would sit there and be like wait 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 hold on like what happened? Like it would, it would totally like flip. Like that would make my dude. I can't even speak right now, and I know what happened. Like it's just
1: like yeah. I'm not. I mean, I don't remember the other guys in the band like catching a fit. Yeah, but I, I know what you're saying. Like I've been around some guys that are just like, no, you can't do that. And it's just like <laughs> the thing. The thing with daughters is like, as the Sunsets was our band that was supposed to be like specific. You know, like yeah. this is supposed to be this, and don't stray out of the lines. Even though. We went from like you know weird mosh metal to weird grindy yeah. stuff. <laughs> so we yeah we did jump, but in my mind I forget that <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so I was with Lex in a band that like we were just like so held down to on like well here's the rules here's the control yeah like with the thing with daughters just like it was freeing in a way and it it didn't matter the thing was like oh I trust you to play drums I trust you to play guitar and um, let's hopefully not put out songs that somebody hates yeah. <laughs> so, the, so I think the rule was if one person really doesn't like a song we're just like okay we won't do that one you know let's write another 12 second song cool <laughs> but um yeah it, I mean that that in a way kind of carried on like the guitar players is much sharper on the hell songs lineup than the guitar players who played on Canada songs lineup. yeah um, I had upped my game on drums because I'm playing with these guys, and they were monsters compared to the other folks. No disrespect <laughs> to other folks, yeah. And um, yeah, Lex like just brought something new as well, so it was cool. Like everybody had kind of changed a little bit, and uh, Lex changed a whole lot more than us. But uh, I mean, I was I was happy for it. So it wasn't the sort of band who was like, "Whoa, dude, you broke the rules!" Like there were no rules. It was just like make these fucking weird, chaotic songs.
0: Dude, that that's cool. Like, I I, I love that story. Like, that it's 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 so much. It's 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 such a. It's cooler than what I thought it was gonna be because I thought it was gonna be like where <laughs> everyone was like, "Yo, like, let's just like do this." I, to me, that's the coolest thing. He came in and just was like, "Yeah, this is like." He didn't even say anything. Like, it was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna do like." And then, yeah, I don't know, man. Like,
1: that's that's just that's
0: yeah. sick <laughs> in my mind. The
1: way I remember it. The way I remember it. And like I said, if you ask anybody else, it could be a different answer, but it's kind of like, look, I'm not going to tell you how to play your drums, man. So I'm going to do this. And like that, but that kind of went with like what Daughters was, you know? Yeah. Like I said, we, we tried to be in our metal band to make it in the metal world. And I mean, we're just like so frustrated and over it. So we started Daughters to kind of just do whatever. And, uh. That was, you know, more of us doing whatever. <laughs> Dude, that's cool. Like, I,
0: I don't know. I remember, like, I remember finding, I, I remember my brother finding you guys for the first time. It was on the self-titled record. And I remember at that time, I was like, what are you listening to? Like, I didn't understand it. And then years later, like, I was like, oh, I, this is amazing. Like, but like, it was just, it was such a different thing because going from like, like you said, like going from like, met, like going from As a Sunsets to Daughters, like self-titled would be like, whoa like that's just like two different bands and and like that that well in my brain it was and like but like yeah dude i i love that change it it it, it like it 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 bre- it, it puts the uh, breath of life into it like in a, di- a different light or something like that and i, I and i love what you said like it's like what's more annoying than screaming like <laughs> this and like it, that, that's awesome dude
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it was yeah it's uh <laughs> My life's work, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. But um, yeah, man. I mean, I had a lot of fun. We've been able to, or we we've consistently jumped um a, a bit yeah. between records, and uh, I'm okay with that, dude.
0: Yeah, I I because like evolution is the like the best part. Like because like like doing the whole same exact song like or same exact record over and over would just like get boring and like like you said yeah. touring that oh, years and years it's like dude I. what if we did slow down here and like it wasn't a constant fucking blast beat like it's like it, it it because at that point like yeah maybe when like well I remember when I first started playing I was like oh man I, I like, blast beats are sick and like I want to do that forever but then after a while it's like yeah, but like you can add something else that will throw people off and like it'll make you feel more fulfilled as like a drummer just because like you're doing something different that you never thought could be thrown into this type of like genre, I guess.
1: Yeah. There was there's also no sense of like, oh man, we better not betray our brand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like what? Like we draw we draw fives and fives of people a night, man. We we don't wanna don't wanna fuck with them, you know. Like keep them okay and we could we can get by. You know? uh yeah i don't know man it's it 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 was interesting and uh it's it's been a long (laughs) a long road doing this this band but like i mean it's still uh if we are able to record the next record you know and get things going it'll probably be another weird jump nowhere but but uh i mean i'm excited to it to do it these are my childhood friends at this point right so uh for better or for worse like i'm stoked with whatever we get to do as long as we get to be around each other so
0: that's that's sick dude and like like th- th- that's fucking awesome yeah and dude like i like I, like also knowing that it could be another like shift it like is is even cooler to me like i i have loved every every movement you guys have done and it's it's just because it's it's a it, like i said it's like a breath of fresh air it's like oh man like this is different and like i i get I, I it's basically like your catalog is like i multiple different bands almost and it's just but it's the same band you feel that like like cohesiveness of course but it's just like but like these are all different like movements dude it's basically classical music dude <laughs> <laughs> well i'll take it yeah okay i'll take it <laughs> dude and then oh dude also i uh i saw that you did like you did uh you you did one song with that band the pushman like that like i listened to like just the song you were on and like just because i i was like oh man i want to hear what it was like and to me i felt like if that band were out now like with like your drumming it would be fucking killer like i feel like a lot of people would like love that band
1: i mean yeah man those i those are some of my only buds here in uh, Austin and um, we had fun but Austin doesn't want bands like that for some reason so oh. it's, it's funny like we, w- we would go on stage and like just we knew we played tight you know the, yeah. and so I guess you could say we knew we crushed it but we just watched people we know like go outside for SIGs and stuff when oh, we play man. and then I remember like the, I remember this one show where I had just gotten back from I think doing tour dates with as a tour manager and like, I don't I don't care at this point I just want to play and hang out with my buds so they yeah. got a show so we're going to rehearse real quick we haven't seen each other in months go rehearse go right to the show and play the show we're playing the show everybody's just like leaving and I remember like it's one of those shows where we show up with all our gear and what they don't tell us is we have to use this back line that's on the stage so we're oh. like oh great Oh whatever. We're we're champs. We're going to use this foreign equipment that we uh, never used, you know. And <laughs> and one of the heads just blows up what so now we're now we're looking for the backline guy and i had to get off stage and go outside and find him there's 200 kids outside just fucking shit talking drinking beer smoking just having a great life you know and i'm like i'm like that's so funny and they're all cut they look like they listen to they all look like they listen to one band it was like austin's (laughs) version of disco like they all they all had the same patches and the same rips at the same place and i'm just like fucking christ I just yelled backline. This guy's like, "Oh, you guys done?" It's like, "No, <laughs> uh, your fucking backline blew up, man." And he's like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Yeah, you want to put out your cigarette?" Went inside, <laughs> it, and it's literally like crickets and like one dude. This one dude that watched us play that show came up to me afterwards and told me, "Dude, I felt too ang- like too much anxiety to, to leave because you guys would have seen me leave." So what? I watched your whole show. I was like. Yeah, thanks, man. And I remember the band after us that everyone came to see, I remember thinking, like, oh, that guy's tuning for a long time, and the drummer's, like, playing over him tuning. That's super obnoxious. Like, I'm just breaking down my drums thinking, like, Oh man, like I would be like, hey, can you let me tune? Yeah, and then I'm like, oh. then I'm like, oh shit, no, they're really playing a song. Oh shit, fuck, sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah, Dude. oh, that's one of your, that's one of your songs, and just two hundred of these fucking dudes just like, yes, give it to me. You know, they were they were loving that <laughs> band. Nice for, like, seriously, not trying to make fun of them. I really thought they were tuning, and I thought it was weird that the drummer started playing a beat while this guy is trying to tune his <laughs> bass. But it turns out that's what they wanted, and. I I've never really been in Austin long enough to see what the local scene has here because yeah. they have a lot of stuff like you know we were talking about Scott earlier like he lives here yeah so there are gnarly little pockets but Austin's such a big place it's so weird. I don't know where the bands are I don't know half the bands that are here yeah and um, <laughs> as far as like what Pushman was doing I have yet to see another band do that for at least. I'm told they did that like back in the day, like early two thousands when relapse was more of a presence. There was a lot of that stuff happening here, but not so much now. Everything's kind of, I don't know, stony and yeah, not my, not so much my thing, you know? Yeah. You know, people do their thing, have fun with it, whatever. But uh, (laughs) yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. So pushman. Yeah. We like to think if the band was from maybe New Jersey or Philly or something like things would have gone over better, but
0: Dude, no, I, I agree. I, I I agree. Like, and it just sucks to know that, like, it had to happen that way. Like, because it, like, to me, I thought it sounded like a cool, like, I again, I, I listened to the song you were on, and I was like, dude, this could have been something. And I feel like if it came now, like, I feel like kids would, like, really dig it. Like, it's, 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 I don't know. I feel like it, it really meshes, like, a lot of, like, almost like the stuff that's happening now with a lot of stuff that were, like, was happening, happening a while ago. Like, it, it, I don't know. It was, it's it just definitely cool. And it was, I guess to me, it's kind of like before it's time and
1: yeah, maybe, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. It was, it was a lot of fun and yeah. then, you know, it was only so far we could take it because everybody has lives and stuff. Everyone was a little older in that group. So,
0: oh, okay. um, you
1: know, sense. maybe, maybe we'll pick it back up one day, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> kind of doubtful. Who knows? Good dudes though.
0: Heck yeah, dude. Well, dude. Okay. So I have two more questions for you. Okay. Uh, This one, what do you got? uh, This one's like a weird one. I like to ask everyone. So, if your band was a TV show or a movie, what would it be? A TV
1: show or a movie? Um, if my band, I would, I would hope it's kind of like, kind of like Pee Wee's Playhouse, (laughs) but I know it's it's not. I know it's not. It's just like. I would kind of, in my mind, trick myself to be like, well, this is like Pee-wee's Playhouse, and everyone around me would be like, dude, it's it's not. It's nothing like Pee-wee's Playhouse. So I'll leave it up to anyone listening to decide what TV show my band Daughters really is. But in my mind, I want it to be Pee-wee's Playhouse. <laughs> That's
0: awesome, dude. dude.
1: <laughs> and then, As far as a movie, I don't know. I guess the same rules apply. Maybe Three Amigos or something. You know, just... <laughs> i don't know that's kind of just my that's my the vibes those two kick off that's kind of like where i want to live you know that's where (laughs) my mind wants to go but i don't think what i do uh in these bands or anything like either of that
0: (laughs) dude that's awesome those are both great answers man like I, i like dude and and like and also like you were saying like it's like so the three amigos like you you nick and lex there you they just gotta get you gotta dress up dude that's it yeah that's that's possible yeah yeah yeah. all right dude and then the last one is uh so uh i want like if you uh have it uh your best word the best show you've ever played than the
1: worst show you've ever played the best show i've ever played (laughs) um I mean that that's that's a tough one, man, because yeah. like I've I've had so many wins for some terrible yeah. like reasons. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, uh, so I'll try to quickly like okay, when daughters, two thousand three ish, Canada songs came out. Um, we went on tour with a band at the time. they we were calling themselves Give Up the Ghost, but oh, okay. they were they were American Nightmare. You know oh, they yeah, yeah. I really forget the story. Like somebody that was also named that sued them and they decided to switch the band name or uh, either way, they, there were a Boston, you know, hardcore band and uh, brutal band draws brutal motherfuckers to their shows. Yeah. And hard, hardcore bands could go major cities and B markets, C markets. There was just like, you know, there's this thing about hardcore and, and they were great. So they could play everywhere. You know, we could play like fucking, any third exit to any weird ass state, there probably be a venue that they could play and people would have heard their band and go see them. You know, it was it was crazy. We're playing some spots that are just like, wait, is that the right town? Yeah, cool. Okay, Lemoyne, Le- Le- Pennsylvania. Okay, let's do it. So I remember playing in Albany, New York, and uh, it's, uh, people kept throwing pennies and weird shit at us while we were playing. Oh, damn. And like, I just remember, uh, one guy I was, there was like a couple kids that were into daughters up front. And I remember this one girl in a Charles Bronson shirt. Um, she had to kind of like throw an elbow back at this dude that was heckling us, but also throwing shit at us. So I'm getting hit with his shit. And when you're in Albany, you might not be in a good mood. And you know, it's just, (laughs) just the thing I experienced. Sorry, Albany. Um, and just to like to know like oh well it's neat to see that people paid money that might not listen to the other bands to come watch us open this show like yeah yeah cool okay uh, that right there is enough for me to go let's come back and play another show here you know even if ten people show up that's cool yeah but watch watching this girl like have to get this fucking knucklehead off her and then he, he comes back and he just like pummels her with like w- you know weird moss jump in the air what banger on the top of the head kind of move. And I remember she kind of waited for a song to start, and she threw her elbow back, and it hit him in the face. And he was making this like, oh, I'm going to. And at that moment, I just broke a drumstick, and the top of my drumstick <laughs> hit him right in the face like it was like a one-two punch after the show after the show he tried to kick my ass (laughs) which was great because he was like six foot something and you know about 250 300 pounds like a big hardcore dude yeah with a lot of friends that were about the same size So I'm over in the corner of the club, putting my drums back into their cases by myself. Five foot four, <laughs> 155 pounds, and this dude's like surrounds me, and they're trying to they, they they wanted to fight. That was fun. It's like, of course, why why would I say no to this fight? These odds look great. Let's yeah. do this, Albany. <laughs> so, but but that like one two. I don't really condone violence, but like this this guy kind of had it coming. So yeah. That that was a lot of fun for me, but more recently, uh, daughters got to go to Moscow. Whoa! And, and uh, we we're just like, you want to book us a show in Moscow to like to enough people listen to us to like a uh, justify the costs because they're gonna fly us out and they're gonna put us up in a hotel, and I'm like. How many fucking people do they think we're going to draw at this show? Yeah. Like, how does this work? <laughs> but crazy. they're like, no, no, they won't do it. Trust me, they're asking you to do it. You didn't ask them to do it. And I was like, okay, let's go. Sick. And I remember, like, we're just kind of, like, backstage, like, nervous. Because I think there was one other band on the show. Whoa. And we're just like, yeah, we're just like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> um, like I, we just, you know, you just feel like you're losing somebody money. You know, you <laughs> yeah. just feel dirty about it. We get out there and it's like, it actually looks pretty good, you know, crowd wise, but even still, it's just like, I don't, I don't know how this works, but I, okay, let's play. And I remember like them knowing all the lyrics and, you know, their accent was fantastic, but I remember there was one point in, um, I want to say it's a song we do. It's like a, probably one of the longer songs called Satan and the Weight." Oh, oh yeah. There's kind of this. There's this downbeat part before we kick into the end, where I'm just kind of doing rim clicks yeah, with my drumsticks, yeah. and um, basically Lex cues it back in. Um, he went to go cue it, but because people, the whole venue was clapping, I think it kind of made him emotional, and he couldn't. He had to take a breath because he was getting emotional. What? And I was just like, "That's that because yeah." It was just like we're in Moscow. We're so fucking far away. We were so sure we we're coming in to screw this up as we usually do and uh we're like whoa this is actually working dude that's so cool and so yeah i remember lex like he took the breath to go start it and then he had to pull back and uh yeah that that was that was a good memory to have that might not be the best thing but that's what came to mind on top of that albany story oh
0: dude no that's awesome like dude like (laughs) to me those both sound like best best shows dude (laughs)
1: Show, sure. yeah, uh, worst, worst show. <laughs> I mean, fuck. It. There's been more of those than there have been good shows in the span of daughters. But this, this comes to mind. So, I think we're touring off Canada songs, and um, my buddy Ricky books shows in Miami, and it's between go to the venue that's gonna make you they're going to set door prices and the door prices to us are going to be a little too high and uncomfortable yeah or or my buddy ricky who went on to play drums in torch Um, (laughs) whoa (laughs) so this is pre-torch we're like ricky is going to uh he's got a diy spot that'll do the show and it's daughters and we're on tour with two other bands and um i remember like ricky couldn't be there he had to work but he set up the show with his friends and there was there was you know i was like hey ricky this is what we're getting for the our three bands so three bands combined to travel like i think it was 500 dollars to split between these three bands oh wow which i mean maybe that's a lot i didn't feel like a lot i don't feel like Um, it's a lot like i feel like that's sure but at, (laughs) at that time we're like we can get a can of beans at the end of the show and pass it around to eat but you know it all goes to gas and hotels basically yeah so i remember we went out to uh as we were pulling as we were pulling off the highway to go take the exit to to the club our trailer got like rear-ended and we we went out to go talk to the dude the dude just fucking cut and run yeah, that was cool dude. and when we pu- we pulled up to the show it's one of those things where like Supposed to be here to sound check by like, you know, 4 p.m. And the guy shows up and the kid that's trying to get in for the show. He's like, the owner changed the locks. So you might not have a show. It's just like, you know, so stress is starting. We've had a weird day.
0: Oh, dude.
1: And we eventually get to, uh, we get in, we get to sound check. And everybody at the club's being super standoffish to us. And they start to say like, so what, what are you really going to need all $500? And I was like, wait, what, what? And they're like, this is so fucked up. You have a guarantee. We don't do bands with guarantees here. This is so fucked up. And I was just like thinking like, okay, I get it. They're mad. They're, but like, they're all mad. Like they've all passed <laughs> this on to each other. So like all 12 venue folks that are working <laughs> and helping us out have are already turned against us. Like they <laughs> fucking hate us. And anytime they can get in a jab, they will. <laughs> And there was also this other weird thing happening. Um, there were these people that came down from... Uh, uh, when we were on tour with uh, Give Up the Ghost, and we went through Florida, there was fights every night in, Flor- like, in Florida when we were on that tour. <laughs> so pe- people that went out there to beat us up on that tour came back out to beat us. Oh, and, cool. And so we had people there to fight us. And um, I remember trying to get in and i had one person daughters only had one friend on the guest list that night yeah and the girl at the door i was like hey uh this is alex he's on my guest list she's like he can't get in on the guest list he has to pay i was like well i mean i'm in the band right here like i i just want to get this one guy in we're just going to get this one guy in and there were there was like about two hundred kids at the show, I think. Oh wow! Um, so it wasn't like a huge bummer loss. Yeah, exactly. And like we wanted to go with this place because I was booking it with a guy I trusted, my buddy Rick, and we didn't have to charge like what at at two thousand three, fifteen bucks at the door for a daughter's show was a lot, you know. So yeah, I yeah. think we're at the place that was cool that's doing five bucks. But there, she wouldn't let me bring this guy in. She said, "Look, you're in daughters." yeah you got that crazy guarantee, so everybody's gonna have to pay. We need every last cent. And I was like, Jesus Christ, well what? I sorry to pull this, uh, my friend Alex is coming in with me, or I'm not gonna play like you know, I don't feel good about pushing it like that, but like wow. I just like wanted to get this guy in. he took us out to dinner. We are staying at his house, you know what I mean, like gonna try to get him in to see our fifteen minute show, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like the, the locals also booked like five. Bands on the bill before our package started. What? So it's just like one of those things. We show up and we're like, "Oh, cool." So there's a local opener. Like, no, there's five. Like, oh, five. (laughs) Well, you just made five bands. You have to pay from the door, right? Yeah. Yeah, Either way, it's like a mini fest. (laughs) But that 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 didn't seem to be an issue for them or anything. Anyways, (laughs) we're playing the we're playing the show. And I remember some some people yelling about our lyrics and uh, just we oh, were like, oh, these people are heckling us as we're, like, tuning up and getting ready to start, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And the sound guy won't even put mics on my drums. Like, what? Like Lex Lex finds a mic cable and it's attached to the PA and it goes. So, like, the whole club basically trying to sabotage our show. <laughs> but they're not trying to cancel the show. We're going to play the show. And, um... <laughs> so i mean i remember uh um, in between songs our guitar player brent had an sg and it has one of those like kind of floating bridges like if the strings aren't on the guitar the bridge will just fall out oh you know? yeah 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 um so i i remember with like because i think they were fucking with us with the lights because uh, some some songs are just complete like black you know which was dangerous because the kids that came down the hardcore kids that came down they came down to like fight and getting fights in the pit yeah. so they're like wailing on people who aren't expecting it you know because they're super tough yeah. and um, <laughs> i remember like this one girl went to grab brent's guitar and she has her hands around his guitar and she's just doing this tug of war like trying to pull his guitar but she has gripped all his strings in her fist
0: oh dude and
1: she just she just fucking pulls it and his bridge goes flying, and it's like his SG, probably the most expensive piece of gear we had in the band at the time, was yeah. his guitar, and the thing was just like fucked. And I remember just getting hit in the head with trash, and Sam, what? the bass player, w- had been hit in the head with trash, and he had like a drink dripping down his like from his face to his shoulders, and. We just I think we played this we played the same song over like three times in a row just to kinda like Yeah, just to like keep it going. Um but eventually we're like fuck this, let's stop. Because it started getting we uh at that time we we would connect with the local planned parenthoods to have them come out and table next to our merch at the show. Oh that's sick! to, to help, you know, with whatever the agenda is at the time and just you know no one likes a dumb fuck right so yeah yeah. (laughs) we're we're hoping to bring this out to educate people as people that are desperate there's some options out there there's some things and it it would help you know bring money into Planned Parenthood more attention to it you know we thought it was worthy but yeah there was a point where their table got flipped and we were just like yeah it's just like gross it was just fucking gross and i remember we're trying to figure out what's going on the light guy cut the lights it was complete darkness Brent's guitar is broken we're just getting pelted with like ice cubes and drinks and stuff and then somebody from the back yells i'm afraid of your guarantee and people start booing us and it's just like the and as people are booing us hardcore kids start fighting so it's it was just like the weirdest thing and i remember when we pulled the van up um our tires were slashed and people had spray painted the side of our trailer. What? And, uh, yeah. And then the owner refused to give the money to anybody. I think Ricky eventually showed up and there was just like this whole scene outside of people that were wanting to beat us up as we were trying to load into our trailer, but we couldn't drive off because somebody slashed our tire. And now we can't get the money for the show. Like any of it, because the owner has come in and decided he doesn't want to give the money to anybody and he starts to tell people i already paid him no i'm not gonna double pay me he's just lying and uh ricky eventually showed up and settled this out and apologized but yeah that was maybe one of the worst shows oh wait fuck there's one more a guy pulled a gun (laughs) on us to try to rob us and we didn't get to play that was another bad one (laughs) you like how fast i just skipped through that one (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i haven't thought of these things in years man (laughs) Dude. All right, one more story. Are you down for one Dude, more story? Please, please. Okay. We, um, Donner, <laughs> this is also the same kind of time period. So it's like in between Canada Songs is out, Hell Songs is yet to come out. And we are, we were coming up the East Coast. So it's not quite Florida, but might as well be. We're going to, fuck, it's, uh, I gotta look at this place. It's the city that's on the border of Georgia and South Carolina
0: uh i have no let me
1: see i'm gonna i'm gonna check this out real quick on my phone anyways um it's just this weird like one-off and it's this like kid renting out a club that's like i guess like a metal biker kind of club is it augusta yeah i guess it's augusta georgia okay maybe Um, Yeah, it looks like Augusta. Okay, so again, it's one of those things where we are... Daughters are on tour with a band from Boston called Red Yellow and a band called Get Killed from Providence. Yeah. (laughs) And Doom Riders is on this tour as well, but they don't meet up with us for a few more days. So we had just been out with... Daughters had done... We started out dates with Doom Riders, then we did Dillinger Escape Plan, then we did Blood Brothers, and I think we did Melt Banana and now we're on our way Jeez, home. So dude. that was like that was like the whole fucking thing. So we've been out for a while and we're fucking rough and exhausted, all our gears breaking. We have like five <laughs> more shows to get home and we're also seeing how much money we don't have, you know, like that we would <laughs> we were hoping we would be out for a month and come back with enough money to pay rent at least. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> It's not going good. I think uh I think at the time for all the bands on the tour, the entire guarantee was like seven hundred bucks. That's for Whoa. like you know, the four bands or whatever in, in Augusta, Georgia. And we get there and um we get there in time to sound check as per the note from the club. You know, load ins at this time, sound checks at this time. They don't want us to do any of that. Like, okay. And what? the kid running the show, he's just like, Yeah, sorry, they're kinda like strict here and it's just like it's clear this is kind of like a biker hangout and like the uh the lady and her uh her old man are just like two leather skin burnt out biker looking types you know but yeah. the types you know you don't want to fuck with yep yep like like you're just like fuck whatever you say man you know we just want to come <laughs> in here do this thing and get out of here like all due respect like like hey do you have any water and they just look at you and you're like never mind yeah I, I don't i'm need not water. thirsty yeah, yeah, yeah i'm good. I'm good. <laughs> So they booked also three local bands without telling us. Oh my god, dude. So nobody really starts to come in and pan the door cuz there's also no AC in this fucking place. Oh. And dude. it's it's the sort of stage where there was a like a a barricade on the front of the stage, what? like not 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 on the floor on the stage itself. That's weird. So if weird. I'm st- if I'm standing on the edge of the stage like you know, mid-chest is where this barricade thing is for me. So, yeah, it was very it was very weird. Like, the whole thing is weird. It was just, like, the kid tried his best. I have no idea how he got in touch with our agent to book the show, but it, here we are. Let's yeah. just do this. To, like, Not be dicks. Just get out of here, you know. But and it's also kind of comical, but it's also, like, there do seem to be kids outside that are generally excited to be here. So, that's kind of cool because turns out not many tours go through that spot i wonder why anyways <laughs> i remember being outside like while red Yellow's ending and we're about to go in and uh just jump on the gear and do it and um the singer red yellow comes out and following him is the lady that's running the club doing sound doing door like doing everything you know yeah. she's like the scariest looking one her and her husband <laughs> and she goes I just canceled the show. Daughters just canceled. And we're like, wait, what? It's like, no, we're about to, we're about to go on. It's like, nope, show's over. Shows, I'm, I'm canceling you. And I remember our tour manager Andrea walks up to her and she's like, you know, you can't just do that. But whatever, we'll leave. Can I get my money? And she's like, you're not getting paid. I just canceled you and i think what i don't really know what happened a lot of people were outside waiting to come in waiting for us to start playing to come in because it was so fucking hot in there you yeah. know south carolina no ac is what i think i remember but i also remember like looking out in the street in front of the club and there being at least 30 kids you know yeah. but it, it, it looked like no one was there so i don't know if they were just like i don't want to work another second or they felt <laughs> disrespected or what but i remember going in there and trying to get my drum set out and Andrea asks for money again and the, her big daddy, her husband or whatever, pulls this, uh, pulls a baseball bat and just like swings it on Andrea's head. It was like a warning what? swing, but, uh, even, even at that point, a warning swing in 2003 means like, well, you didn't connect. I'm still alive and calling the cops right now. Yeah, so Andrea's yeah. like, fuck this. and calls the cops. So as I'm watching Andrea leave out the front and I'm kind of in disbelief, and now I'm down that much faster yeah. <laughs> um, yeah these guys uh the two that were running spot you know doing whatever they had a friend that was there as well and he's clearly like a army vet gun nut sort of type yeah um and just he was dressed in camo and all his like oh, vet <laughs> hat and all that stuff You he's know? it's, <laughs> it's, it's not a guy i don't i can't look at you and be like yep army vet guy it's <laughs> just like he he wore the branding he wore the, uh, the life the outfit so he he wants to go to a light switch which is behind some of our gear which is stage side stage. Yeah. And instead of getting to the light switch, it, like instead of reaching around a guitar or I'm sorry, a uh it was like a Marshall stack with a guitar head on it, instead of reaching around the head, he just launches the head. What? So he just throws the head. And that was uh it was red yellow's guitar head so the singer or somebody from red yellow just pushes the guy and goes what the fuck man because the head when it fell you could see glass from the tubes coming out like it was Whoa, fucked
0: oh yeah
1: and so this guy falls down on the push only because there was like cymbal stands and shit behind him yeah. you know it's just that area off stage where bands have to stage their gear yeah yeah so it, you know it, he just threw that amp he got pushed he fell down and the next thing he does is pulls a gun out and we're like, oh, fuck it, he's pointing the gun. And I get up to go, Evan, come here. And the guy just points it right at me. And I'm like, no, 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 no,
0: dude, dude what?
1: So, yeah, so I'm just like, of course. So I've got a symbol in my hand. of trying to get my dude, Evan, to calm the fuck down. And then I look back at the guy on the floor who's got a gun and a smile on his face. And it's pointing at me. And I'm just like, fuck. And then out of nowhere, the... uh it's like the scene in The Goonies when the mom runs them all out of the restaurant. You know when they came into the restaurant, like she's they're just like get the fuck out of here! And all of a sudden we're outside. All of our gear is locked inside. We're all outside, and we're like what the fuck? And Andrea comes over, and she's doing a head count, making sure everybody got out of the club. But all of our gear and all our merch and everything is still inside the club, and they have locked the doors. And then the next thing that happens is this white van pulls up, like to a skids to a stop. And the sliding door opens, and just all these fucking gnarly biker dudes get out and start walking towards us. We're like, "Oh, good, good, what? here we go." But Dude. then eventually, co- then eventually, cops showed up right before they were like, you know, going to get their hands on us and fuck us up, probably. Or uh, who knows? They could have just wanted to hang out. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, the cops showed up. Nothing went down. We were able to get our gear out, but the club told the cops we were paid. And we weren't. So, uh, yeah, that's how that went. And it was funny because I think at the time, Red Yellow had a website with like a message board on it. Yeah. And uh, because I think this is pre-MySpace. Oh, wow. Okay. So maybe it was MySpace, time. Either way, I remember uh, one of the Red Yellow guys when the tour was done had posted like a tour journal thing, you know, like posted the events of that night. And one of the people, one of the bikers from the club replied like hey that's not cool take this down we're not about that what like that's not that's unfair you're gonna hurt our business what's <laughs> <was> the post <laughs> thing. they replied to it that's amazing but, uh, yeah that that was probably like the worst because i remember like we all went to a gas station after the show and like all the bands like were got out and i remember our guitar player brent was the only one moving all of us were kind of just staring blankly like into the ground like well, at least we got our gear out. But like, do we have enough money between us to get all bands back up the East Coast to New England? You know, it was just like, it was really bad. Holy shit. It was shit. just, it was at that point where like, I guess when you tour so much, you don't realize that like, you can only really do Atlanta, like maybe once or twice a record. Yeah. And that's why our agent had pushed us to Augusta. Maybe Augusta's just, you just get a rough town, a rough spot. It happens, right? People have gotten it a lot worse. We got out of there. But uh, the next thing that happened was Brent went for an ollie and he came down and broke the skateboard in half. And that just basically summed up the night. It was just like, <laughs> yeah, man, this tour is so fucking busted. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: Oh my, dude, that, uh, okay. I, I'm so glad you elaborated because knowing that you were like, yeah, we've got a gun pulled on us. And then it was just like, wait, like I need to know, like th- that's, and also like the the series of, a, like, I'm not kidding. Like the last the those even the good stories, like the the best shows that you said, like those are like that's a that's a movie right there. You could literally write a film about that. That last show's what, dude, like why? Dude, oh, man, I am. I don't even that's just unreal, dude
1: yeah yeah we, we've seen some shit i guess we, we've just been doing this for a long time and it was a lot hairier before we were like really a developed band and yeah. um i don't know i mean there was a lot more fun but i'll just like i don't know if i could deal with that as an adult i feel anxiety a lot more than i used to when i was the age like i was probably 23 24 when we did that shit let's see i'm looking at a, a old schedule right now i wonder if i can find the actual tour date but yeah um yeah, those were some times we had, man. Let's Dude. see. No, I can't find that fucking date. But uh man. I don't know if anyone listens to that remembering. That, uh if anyone listening to this somehow for some reason was one of the 15 people that showed up at that show to to see us, I would like to uh I'd like to hear what your memory was of that fucking whatever the fuck that was. Dude,
0: that's unbelievable. That's terrifying. Dude, I didn't even like and, and all, like, uh, uh, just to, like, sum it all up with, like, the the broken skateboard, like, literally, like, everything yeah, was broken, yeah. dude. Like, that, like
1: everything went wrong, uh, dude. Our spirits, our, our fucking bank, like, every <laughs> everything was broken. I'm pretty sure, like, red-yellow, like, only lasted a little bit, like, not too long after that. It was just, like, that was the sort of experience where you just might not play music again after that. <laughs>
0: dude, so. dude. And you know what's funny is that, like, that's why, like, that I always I ask that to everyone like that, that comes on my podcast just because I'm like I want I, I want to know I, I like and like I I want to know if people that are not musicians that listen to this are gonna think like dude why the fuck would I ever play music then because like <laughs> all this shit I hear makes it all sound terrible like it, it's just unbelievable dude especially like that that's unbelievable dude.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I haven't thought about those in a while. So um, I'll try not to let it set in, so I don't have a traumatic episode after we get off the phone. <laughs> but, uh, sure. Yeah, thanks for bringing up that old drama, dude. <laughs> yeah. oh, dude, I'm sorry. Is- <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. all good. But
0: dude, dude, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so cool, dude. Yeah, buddy, it was, a, it was a total pleasure. I appreciate it. Heck yeah, dude. Well, um, what I'm gonna say is like a fake goodbye and end the recording, and then I'll okay. talk to you right after this. So, dude, uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Dude. Oh, oh, hey, hey there. Oh, sorry about that. Um, but oh, yeah, um, that was sick. Um, I, like, first of all, like, he's he's one of my favorite drummers ever, and John was so much fun to talk to, and he. Had so much, dude, just, just like, stories, and, oh, oh my God, I love Daughters, Daughters is one of my all-time favorite bands, and, like, literally everything he's touched, like, I meant to ask him about his, his, like, his time in The Color of Violence, I love that band, too, it was, oh, man, but, like, seriously, John, thank you so much for coming on, that was way too much fun, like, I, I still can't believe that this, like, the, the worst story, like, the worst, uh, shows ever, they, those are terrible, dude, but, uh, yeah it was just so much fun and um hey hey everyone i don't know if you could tell but i was very nervous at the beginning so i was like kind of stuttering a lot so it was was, but it was so cool i i am i am so so excited and so happy i can't wait like for anyone to hear this so hey guess what if you're here guess what you're already hearing it that's crazy so hey if this is your first time here nice to meet you this is the podcast and if if you're welcome if you're back well hello hey what's up but uh yeah this was so much fun so john thank you so much for coming on and oh man i'm just so excited so um i hope you enjoyed it i hope you enjoyed it and i hope you enjoyed it but guess what i will see you on the next episode the voice on this podcast is me, Josh Matthews, your favorite host. The intro was done by my friend, Nick Riggs. And the person that does all the behind the scenes, basically the producer of the show is my brother, Danny. So go thank him and go thank Nick. And you know, what? Give me like, maybe like a, Hey, you you're doing something, but seriously, thank you so much guys. It is, it is so sick that you guys do that. So thank you for listening.